0: The first time they say Green Hills is like the most perfect place in the world, or something, yeah. people were audibly like snickering and laughing and stuff like that.
1: Welcome to Sincast,
0: presented by CinemaSins. All right, everybody, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined by Jonathan Watkins from CinemaSins. Hello, hello, and today we're going to be doing a mini pod Sonic Pod of Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, so yeah, this was a movie that uh had some uh some early, I guess, bad publicity because of the teeth. It's, of sonic the hedgehog yeah well i mean was it just the teeth or was it the whole look i don't, I don't know I, th- I feel like the the look of his character was fine they just yeah. like when he would scream his teeth would just oh i could i could be wrong yeah. I, I haven't i only saw that trailer that uh, that old trailer that freaked everybody out yeah that like one time is the only time i saw it i only saw it once so uh then they went back to the drawing board and said all right we'll, we'll fix this and I think they've done that pretty well. There's not any. There, I don't no, remember there being any creepiness. It looks in this.
1: good. No, I think it's. I think he's a pretty, pretty good looking character. He's cute. Mm-hmm. Is this one of the first like? Uh, well, I guess like snakes on a plane is the first time I remember f- a fan interaction affecting, and that was very minor. That mm-hmm. was basically they just wanted Samuel Jackson to say fuck. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> it was going to be
0: a PG-13 movie, and then somebody uh, actually either imitated samuel jackson or what i don't know but said the line that that movie's yeah. famous for and but- and they just assumed that this is what samuel L. jackson killing snakes would be yeah. like and then it became an internet sensation and then they they changed the movie
1: that was like the first time i remember like being like oh my god like this is weird that like you know fans could actually make something change but nothing on this level would i've ever thought because i mean they spent a ton of money just to go back and you know fix this little thing mm-hmm. just to and it delayed the release of the movie i assume i think it was supposed to come out last year yeah like fall or something or maybe end of the year yeah i don't it think could it got, be. i don't think it got delayed that much but uh, but it did get delayed a little bit and uh you know just the fact that they would go in and do all this but i mean like you said he looks good so maybe Maybe that was a positive.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, it's perhaps um, something that the producers of Cats wish they could have done to their movie because yeah, uh, I I don't think they could have the way that movie was made or anything. Yeah,
1: but didn't they go in and fix some stuff? Did they? It was like after it was released though, because there was something about like you could see human hands on. Judy Dench or something. It's I a, did not it, yeah. it. I
0: I never saw the movie. I, I just, didn't either all I knew all I knew was that when the first trailers for cats came out, everybody was like, Oh my god, this looks so stupid. Yes. And so uh so I was I was like oh well I mean it's too bad that not everything's a special effect there like yeah. most of it looked makeup like I guess I guess there were effects but they couldn't change them yeah. to any yeah. real degree to make them make them look not scary Yeah
1: no they yeah that's not yeah they definitely didn't do that I think they just went in and cleaned up some stuff just to you know so it looked a little more Better. I don't know.
0: Anyway, this uh, they 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 changed uh, Sonic enough to to come out with it on a Valentine's Day, and we're sort of used to this now, like Deadpool and everything, where uh, oh, wise story. ass characters, you know well known character. Yeah, uh, does this does this whole shtick and everything, but uh, it's uh, I guess he's his own. Th- I mean, he's he's not, obviously not profane. This movie's very PG. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. And I actually listened
1: to, um, there's a podcast I listened to called best movies never made. And one of the, one of the hosts of that was one of the screenplay writers on this. And I, I hate that. I can't remember who that was now, but, um, uh, let's see who wrote this. It was, uh, Oh, Josh Miller, uh, Josh Miller. I, I believe that's the one Josh Miller. Uh, he's one of the co-hosts of uh, best movies never made. And he was just talking about how, when they went in to write this, the, you know, the, the The company well now it's Paramount I think it was mm-hmm. Sony um, they basically only had the rights to like early stuff like there's a lot of Sonic stuff there's like there's a cartoon and comic books and there's all kinds of stuff but they didn't have the rights to all that mm-hmm. so they basically had the, fir- like, had the game and you know there's not really a story there so nope. they, they had to kind of create not they had to kind of create all this which I guess would include like uh, the character itself uh, you know they had to create some Background and you know things like that because it was a, they said that was the hardest thing about doing it. Yeah, there's really not a story there. It's just it's just a concept. I I,
0: I, I don't know what I don't know how the, you know what you do how you tackle this as a screenwriter because yeah. if you're if you're just using the game as a basis, you know uh, I just I don't know well, where you begin. That's why video games are such bad movies. for usually, the most Yeah, part. yeah,
1: like 99 percent of the time. And they also said that was they they had a very limited time to do it they had yeah. about 4 weeks uh the, and then but then they did say the first screenplay because they were just kind of coming up with stuff and trying to create this world and stuff the first screenplay was like 150 pages mm. like they actually wrote like a 3 hour movie basically mm-hmm. and then they obviously uh you know trimmed it back to whatever it is now like an hour 40 so
0: um this has a real throwback feel to it this this movie does um yeah First off, Jim Carrey is back to doing ba- like mid '90s Jim Carrey stuff. Yeah, I, I mean,
1: is the Grinch like the last time we've seen him doing any any kind of shtick like this? I mean, that's that's yeah, a terrible because example, well, yeah, but...
0: after the Grinch, he started doing more. Sh- it was they were concept comedies, but they were yeah. still straight comedies, more like Liar Liar. Yeah, like, I guess like Yes Man. And, yeah, yeah, uh, Fun with Dick and Jane. Yeah. all these type of movies where they were more straight comedies where he would still get a chance to kind of do his thing, but not to the level that he was doing it in the nineties. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like back in the nineties, nobody, I mean, audiences loved Jim Carrey, but yeah. I didn't get the sense critics loved him yeah. that much. Yeah. They were just thought he was just a buffoon or yeah. whatever. I don't. What did you think of Jim Carrey back then?
1: Um, I mean, I actually kind of liked Ace. I remember. I just remember seeing Ace Ventura the first one. I remember just going to see that at midnight, like opening weekend, mm-hmm. and being like, "Oh, it's like it's it's the guy from A Living Color." Yeah, but, that's where I you know, knew him from. And I mean, I don't know how much I liked the movie, but I did remember like being like, "There's something there." Like, and and then and then of course, The Mask came out a few months later. And I think that was a better use of his material, and that might have been like one of his early movies that critics actually were okay with. Mm-hmm. But then Dumb and Dumber came out, and I didn't like Dumb and Dumber. So yeah, <laughs> so I was a little I was a little on and off, and I didn't really like Batman Forever. So or his very early stuff pre like at least Liar Liar, mm-hmm. um, I was kind of hot and cold with him. But I always thought he was. Uh, there there was always something there that, you know, was different than what other comedians were doing at that time.
0: Yeah. Um uh this is back to that that sort of Absolutely. Thing. Uh we haven't seen him doing this in, in forever. So it was it was actually fun to see him getting back into that. Um uh there there's something just not not just Jim Carrey, but there's something about the way this movie goes about its business it feels very 90s as well and i don't know if that's a throwback to the fact that it's sonic he's from the 90s or what that's what they were going for but the comedy itself feels like something that could have come out in the
1: 90s yeah no i agree completely um especially like even like minor stuff like uh you know james marsden plays a plays a i don't know if he's a sheriff but he plays like a head cop in mm-hmm. this really small town oh it's green Hill, green hills which, which was- i uh
0: <laughs> yeah. I saw this movie at Green Hills (laughs) and uh, the Green Hills Theater. And uh, when that, the first time they say green hills is like the most perfect place in the world or yeah people were audibly like snickering and (laughs) laughing
1: and stuff like that yeah there is a it's a green hills is like a it's a well it's because it's a subdivision of nashville is that
0: what you would call it it's not really it's not not incorporated it's just a neighborhood
1: but but obviously this movie that's not i don't know i don't know where this movie is supposed to be montana Montana, that's right that's right um but uh yeah that was so funny uh, but anyway so he's a share of this and then he has a uh his partner yeah um is the oh what is that guy's name he's been in a bunch of TV his shows Name is stuff. Adam Pally. Adam Pally, yeah 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 um he was um uh you know his co- like his character felt very much in that vein of what mm-hmm. you're talking about like he's like the really uh the dumb sidekick I guess Yeah is what you and call he's him. hilarious he's hilarious
0: yeah. he's, he I I think he actually steals scenes in this movie he Um, was still on one of my uh my favorite shows that
1: got canceled too soon um it was um and all of a sudden i can't think of the name of it but it was um oh this is great podcasting i guess that's what that happy endings happy which did last like three seasons but uh but that's a that's a extremely funny show if you watch this never heard of that and you really like this guy check that out Mm because it's awesome
0: so yeah there was a there was a genuine throwback nature to it i actually thought i thought uh for the most part this movie's enjoyable there's some uh there's some funny jokes in here it's not always yeah. they're not always great but there are some pretty funny things in this for the most part i think ben schwartz who plays the who is the uh, voice of sonic in this yeah. who i i know best from parks and recreation uh, Is Aziz Ansari's buddy. Yeah, that's the only thing I really know about But him from. he's in a ton of stuff. Yeah, he
1: he will pop up and stuff. But that's his definitely his most prominent role for me. Mm-hmm. Like, he's so funny in Parks and Recreation. John Raphael, was
0: that his name? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he's all, we'd always sing stuff like, and that's yeah. why I'm going. And or, then you know. Jenny,
1: Jenny Slater played his, uh, his <laughs> yeah, sister. Jenny
0: Slater was so good in that. And too. they look
1: alike. Like, they look quite a bit alike. They were, oh, that show. God, that show's great. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I thought Ben Schwartz does a great job. I didn't. I didn't know it was him. For yeah. the, you know, until I went and looked at the. Yeah, I know. wasn't
1: sure. I thought because there's been a cartoon, so I thought maybe they just like kind of like they do with Scooby a lot of the time. I thought maybe they just went and got the guy that you know did the cartoon and just let him do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't know. So,
0: so yeah. Overall, this was an unexpected surprise to me. Um, I'm going to give it a B.
1: Wow. Um, I'm going to give it a C plus. Mm-hmm. Um, I. It didn't suck, and, and I feel like that was part of my enjoyment of it. Was like it didn't suck. I think kids are going to love this movie.
0: Yeah, I do too. Um,
1: I, I I just think kids are going to have a ball with this. And I even said this. I know Aaron Dicer put something on Twitter last night. He was talking about Jim Carrey, and I I I said that um, you know I'm not going to be upset if this like movie makes a lot of money. I don't think this movie's really for me. I don't. It shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. But I mean, even as a kids' movie, like I enjoyed it more than most. But I still thought it was a little lazy at times and there's um, the the thing James Marsden who's actually good in this mm-hmm. uh, James Marsden and Jim Carrey actually give performances in this movie which I was not expecting mm-hmm. you know I mean if they had phoned this in I wouldn't have been horribly shocked but I'm glad they didn't but uh, Marsden and the Sonic when they I mean he really accepts this really quickly and Mm -hmm. and like they just become like immediate friends and this movie is maybe lazy is not even the right word maybe this movie's just rushed Mm -hmm. maybe that's the problem i don't know but uh i felt like all that just kind of happened like if in if if birds of prey, which we just talked about, if that happened too slowly, I feel like this almost happened too quickly. So maybe I just can't be pleased. Yeah, but could uh, be. but no, but it's okay. I mean, C plus. I think it's that's a pretty decent review.
0: Perfectly fine. If
1: but if you've got kids, absolutely take them to see this. Like, there's no reason not to. There's nothing else really out right now, and you're, you're it's fun. I mean, mm. it's
0: it's it's a perfectly fun time at the movies. Yeah, I I I there wasn't anything that pissed me off in this movie really at all. Um. I was expecting Sonic to piss me off quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. Um because oh, no. yeah, especially spar- from the trailer where yeah. he's in the car, and he's like, "We gotta go see the rubber ball or yeah. whatever," and he runs out and he hits the little paddle ball thing yeah, and all that. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, there's gonna be an hour and a half of this shit right here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose my shit." Yeah, I, I thought it was gonna be like Peter
1: Rabbit, which I did not like. And, yeah, uh, and and that I just found that movie like that movie was perfectly fine at times, but like the Peter Rabbit character is so annoying. Mm-hmm. Like you just. You just want to like, oh, you just want to
0: strangle that damn thing. As and, an aside, that sequel doesn't look very good at all. But, no, but like, there's this one part of the trailer that makes me kind of interested in watching it. And, <laughs> and they're on the train, and then the one bunny like jumps onto the glass. Yeah, and like, I'm gonna live forever. Yeah, <laughs> that just makes me want to. No, see and it. there's and there's like it's kind of like that British
1: humor, yeah. And there, and there is some of that in the first one, and like uh, 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 Rose. Uh, Rose Byrne, yeah. My, okay, from my my mind is going play like Rose Byrne's really funny and really you know nice and And then a lot of the supporting characters. it's just Peter Rabbit himself, mm-hmm. and maybe that's James Corden to a Could point. Be. I don't know, but uh, Peter Rabbit himself is just so annoying. No, Sonic is a perfectly fine character. He feels like a little like he feels like a kid, like he's mm-hmm. like a he's a you know he's an alien hedgehog or whatever yeah. or from another dimension that um, hasn't had. It hasn't gotten to have friends and be around people for the longest time, so when he finally gets a friend, he just kind of goes nuts. And mm-hmm. Plus, in his... The fact that he's like uh he's a speedster or whatever probably factors into the fact he can't sit still and Yeah. I mean he just feels like a kid. I mean and, and he's yeah, like you said, it's perfectly well drawn out. He's not he's not too annoying. Yeah. Not everything's that funny, but it's it's yeah, never. There's some things that
0: absolutely fall flat yeah. in this, but man, I was just have I was just digging it. I don't know if it was the retro ness yeah. of it or what, but I really was just appreciating the Yeah, vibe no, of it
1: it's it's a perfectly fine movie. I like I said, I, I don't know if it's like I said, it's lazy or too rushed. I think if anything, it it maybe there's just not a whole lot there mm-hmm. that that elevates it above that like C plus m- level for me. But all right,
0: well let's go on to spoilers. Yep. No spoilers. The She's Luke's what? father is actually Darth She's Vader. She's the sister and the She's daughter. What? They just no 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 no, was... no 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 no. I'm reading the books. Um, here's something that's going to be completely random and spoilers, <laughs> but but like I was disappointed in they they kept talking about how if he was going to have to use his rings to transport again he'd have to go to this mushroom world. Yeah. So obviously by the end of it Dr. Robotnik gets gets sucked into this yeah. mushroom world and everything. And it could be a it, it, and it could it, they may have never had this idea or they could not have gotten the licensing for it, but I kept thinking that was going to be Mario's world. Oh, because <laughs> of the mushrooms. And uh, and so when we see Robotnik at the very end of this movie uh, wandering around this big mushroom world, yeah. I just expected Mario to just show up. Even though they probably would have had to get licensing, yeah. to yeah. Well, in.
1: and apparently I actually just learned this today. Uh, Illumination is doing a Mario movie, oh, so yeah. I don't know if maybe they just have the rights to it. And you know,
0: the, essentially everything that you have ever seen in your life is getting some sort of new cartoon reboot in the next yeah. year. Scooby Doo, yeah. Uh, I mean, Adam's Family just happened. Um, it just it seems like everything that we know is some somehow getting the SpongeBob's getting a three D yeah like it's just what is going on everybody wants i
1: don't i don't know that i hate it either um i I mean that scooby movie might be terrible but i'm a big scooby-doo fan so i don't know i'm just i'm i don't like the origin aspect to it but i'm but i'm interested Um, But anyways
0: yeah spoilers to this there's not much i mean the main story now if you're talking about lazy i think they're the the laziness of how they get them on the road trip is kind of the lazy part to me because there's a there's a point where he's got one of his rings and he sees San Francisco on James Marsden's shirt. Yeah, and he thinks about going to San Francisco. So the the portal is open to San Francisco, yeah. and then he drops all of his rings into <laughs> San Francisco on top of a building, the Transamerica Building, yeah. or whatever it is. And and so like, and the, is that what it is? The yeah, Transamerica. I think so. Yeah, and uh, and so like. Uh, so that's what sets them off on this road trip to San Francisco, uh. uh and you're right. He uh, James Marsden does sort of accept this immediately, and <laughs> and says, "Well, yeah, you're right. You know, I mean, you got me over a barrel here. I'm gonna have to drive to San Francisco now. Yeah, got-
1: it's your fault. So yeah. you need to drive me. Well, it's- and
0: and well, and I'm I was sitting there going, well, maybe he just wants to have a friend. Maybe that's what it is, but. Why can't James Marsden go to MapQuest or some shit and print out <laughs> pieces of paper? And like you just follow this. You understand English. Yeah. So just here here's how you get to san francisco well and they also could
1: have said that like mars i mean marsden could have also once because he gets i mean he gets like wanted for treason like he's like on the most wanted list like that could have been used to well i gotta go clear my name so i better help you right there are there are better ways they could have come up with this for sure i agree i agree and that that treason thing gets swept under the rug right under the rug
0: I guess they. I guess they're just assuming. Like, well, and plus, the government's willingness to go straight to Doctor Robotnik (laughs) is is pretty pretty hard sell too. And obviously, I mean, well, that was
1: the tone of this movie is a little odd because at the end, there's a scene where the the general or whatever, the guy that wants to hire, who probably would have been fired to be fair after all that crap, but Mm -hmm. uh, the guy who wants to cover it all up, you know, that based on that scene. I felt like this was actually supposed to be sillier than I was even taking it to that point. Mm-hmm. Like that almost felt like parody at some, you yeah. know, which I didn't really feel like the movie was doing most of the time, mm-hmm. um, and probably because they weren't really giving you much time to think about. Because this movie's like an hour and a half. I mean, it's yeah. not—it's not long, and it feels even shorter than that. Like it goes by, no pun intended, very fast. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but uh, yeah. So I, the, it was totally kind of weird. So I, I think you're just supposed to assume it's just this really hyper silly uh, universe that we're in. But I don't know that we, we really could know that till towards the end of the movie.
0: Yeah. I wasn't expecting so, some certain jokes that were in here yeah. and everything. It was, it, 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 does have a kind of a tonal shift throughout, especially you have Jim Carrey doing his Jim Carrey stuff. Yeah. And then you have just dumb characters saying they're dumb things. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And then like, like uh, I, the other, the other, other, like I guess, quote unquote, problematic scene is the fact that uh, uh, James Marsden's wife, who's played by uh, Tika, Sumpter. Tika Sumpter, uh who's great in this, yeah, uh, uh, goes to see her sister and and or her niece. Yes. And there's a point where uh, Marsden is now wanted and shows up at the door, and then they tie her up. Yeah for like hours and it's yeah. and it's supposed to be this funny scene yeah. but like it's also like damn (laughs) yeah that whole thing was weird i i don't even that
1: was a sequence i i guess i don't know why that had to be in there because like yeah early on you find out that uh his sister-in-law doesn't like him yeah and is always trying to get her sister to divorce him Mm -hmm. and i was like why is this subplot even here yeah it feels really strange especially in a kid's movie yeah if like
0: if if marsden was like some shitty cop or like or like he uh you know, he was in trouble with the law because he like, you know, stole drugs yeah. or something and then he was trying to work his way back and like the main thing for him is he's trying to become the San Francisco police yeah. officer. But he's, he's like he's a
1: great guy. Like mm-hmm.
0: I mean, there's nothing he's like a perfect dude. Yeah, like, you know, absolutely I mean- perfect dude. <laughs> and she's like, Yeah, let's you better divorce that dumbass. You know what? <laughs> And, and then and
1: then they tie her up. But yeah, and then at the end the way they resolve that, they think back, "Oh, what did, we forgot about your sister." And she's like, "Oh yeah, we can never go back there." It's like, so "You're just going to leave her tied up." Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> meanwhile the little girl doesn't care either. No, and she's like, "You know, put my put my Fitbit on. I can yeah, get some steps." Yeah, it was yeah, so what? weird.
0: I know. <laughs> um and then there are I mean, there are other things in this movie too where like, you know, I I understand Sonic feeling alone and and wanting to be in a in a, a baseball game and all that but like after this baseball game is over he goes out to this empty field yeah and he he uh he plays with himself uh like all the positions mm-hmm. uh so like he's the pitcher he's the batter he's the outfielder and all that so we see this uh sequence where, you know like we see him as all individual sonics yeah. and uh and then uh, uh, after after uh he plays a little bit he's like he gets so sad that he runs around the bases <laughs> so many times he generates enough electricity yeah. To black out the entire Green Hills area.
1: Yeah, and how has nobody seen him at this point either? That's it. I mean, they had the one guy that has seen him. The one guy that nobody believes. Yeah, which was actually kind of funny. Yeah, but but I I just thought it was interesting that like he doesn't really try to hide himself. Like he goes to that baseball game. Yeah, like.
0: I, how does nobody see yeah, him? He's only, like I could... he's under the bleachers. He's like, but he's, he's bright he picks, blue. Yeah, he picks his. He, pu- he he puts his head up, and and, and everybody could see him. Yeah, um, he, uh, yeah, there are a lot of like obviously like plot things in here that don't make any sense. Completely fall apart. uh Will be fun to send this movie. In fact, yeah, uh, but. It, it, but the jokes keep coming, the performances yeah. are all good, and that's why I gave it a B.
1: Yeah, and it's – it's. I mean, it's clearly made for kids, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, you – like, it's hard – it's always hard to explain this for me, but, like, you can make a movie like this for kids, and it doesn't have to necessarily be, like, a great movie for adults, but, I, but like, you can still kind of give it, like, a pass, you know, but, like, I think I – think but I think there are a lot of movies that people use that as an excuse – Yeah. Like maybe Peter Rabbit or like Boss Baby. Yeah. Where it's just so annoying and it's just so over the top and it's just so it's irritating to watch. Mm -hmm. This isn't like this is a perfectly pleasant experience as an adult. Like I'm not getting really anything out of it, Mm -hmm. but like I'm I'm enjoying myself. I'm going to definitely I couldn't take my daughter last night because she was doing so. I'm going to take my daughter to see it probably Mm -hmm. this weekend. So I'll be seeing it a second time because um, it's it's like I said, it's very easy on the eyes, I guess, is the best way to put it.
0: Yeah. is uh, has the Quicksilver st- style scene where someone who is very fast slows down time essentially, has that become, old now. i think well that
1: was one thing also when i was watching it i was sitting there thinking like this is pretty cool but at the same time i feel like i've seen this a dozen times
0: we've seen it a million times yeah. since that quick for quicksilver first did it i believe in first class was the first well, time days we- of future past was it days yeah. of future past we first saw yeah he went in first class um so it was the first time we saw him, we saw him do that. Then X-Men sort of over just overdid it. Did they do that in Age of Ultron too? Cuz
1: they had the same character in there. Don't but, think they did in Age of Ultron, yeah. but they
0: did it in the next X-Men, um, Apocalypse. Yes, yes. Uh so that was so they so they they and, had done
1: And Dark Phoenix to be honest. <laughs>
0: yeah, Dark Phoenix. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um and and so we were we're used to this at this point. And so and I, I just keep wondering, too, like, yeah, okay, they, that it's their perspective. They're moving so fast. Things are moving that yeah. slow to them. But um, I feel like even with the speed that we've seen on screen, they're not moving nearly fast enough no. to do the things that they're doing. And
1: they do a little bit better job of that because they do it twice in this. I think it's only twice. There's yeah. two big scenes where they do it. But the second time where he, like, pushes them off the – which I still don't even know what – how that made sense to him that he pushes James Marsden and Tika Sumter off the roof and then goes to try to stop dr robotnik and they do it even in that time he like chills for a second like he even like they purposely show him like kind of like you know like yeah. just leaning back and like waiting a second and then that ends up kind of screwing him because then you know robotnik's able to get to the button or whatever yeah um and then they have to and that's that's actually an okay scene uh but yeah but i know what you're saying like especially in that first scene where he's moving all the the bar fight yeah where he's moving all the pieces everywhere mm-hmm. no there's no way yeah I mean,
0: yeah that's the thing that. I've always, uh, you know, like yeah. We have we've come to accept that this person is extremely fast. Did Flash do this too? Did we have anything? Flash, well, the Flash Superman did, scene. Yeah, Flash it, yeah. did this too. This is the reason why it's like become a thing now. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah. Um. But every time I see this, especially the one where quicksilver goes in to the x mansion and i'm guessing this is this is has to be the second one this is the second time they do this mm-hmm. apocalypse yeah probably uh because the days of future past one is really well done like we haven't seen we haven't really seen yeah that it's before. like in a kitchen or it's something in a kitchen yeah yeah uh the this one is at the x mansion where he's trying to save all these people from an explosion yeah yeah, yeah. remember how fast an explosion <laughs> is yeah and he's, like, going in and, like, getting people, doing all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, they, there's no way he's this fast. Yeah. Like, even the point where uh, Marsden has his radar gun out, yeah. the fastest we see him run is 300 miles an hour. Yeah, that's true. Which is not fast enough to do no. some of the stuff that there we're are, seeing.
1: There are cars that can do that, right? I mean,
0: there's definitely planes. Yeah, plane there's, like, Formula a, One yeah, and yeah. stuff. like Yeah, planes. Yeah, planes, <laughs> planes, planes are going 700 miles an hour. They like, can't do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, unless they're saying that it's just something that he can compound faster and yeah, faster yeah. and faster, I don't know. Uh, anyway, a lot of weirdness in the plot. Yes, you will have a lot of fun though. I think, and yes, you're right. Mainly for kids, uh, it brought the kid out of me. So yeah,
1: and there might and the, the Jim Carrey thing's interesting because you got to think there's a lot of younger people that probably haven't really even seen Jim Carrey be Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. So if you ever were curious why. <laughs> what we ever saw in him from that kind of perspective, it's and it's it is kind of one of those things. I wonder though that like because I feel like he's going to get overhyped a bit. Like I mean, but I will say he's a better villain than uh, Ewan McGregor in uh, Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, I love you, <laughs> Philip Morris co-stars. You're comparing. That's true. Them. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but um, I, you know, I mean, he he is he's really fun. It's a welcome return to a because it's not like he's ever been gone. Like he's given really good performances mm-hmm. in the last like 15 years or whatever. He just hasn't done this type of performance in a while. Actually, Kick-Ass 2 – um, which oddly enough Jeff Wadler directed who directed Fantasy Island which is opening up against Sonic the Hedgehog yeah he does play a really weird character in that now most people don't realize that because he refused to do any kind of publicity for that film because right. he decided that he was anti-gun and all that kind of stuff right and it just, it's just fine I'm not I'm not I'm not having an opinion on that. Yeah. I'm just saying I think a lot of people forget about it. And that movie's not good. Yeah. So that probably doesn't help. Yeah, he
0: shows up from time to time and stuff like the yeah. incredible Burt Wonderstone he has a scene in that. And he Dumb had a and Dumber Two. Dumb yeah, Dumb and Dumber Two. But um and, and and yeah and my my nephew like dumb and dumber too yeah. and i was like i was like this this is
1: nowhere near that first movie he's like oh i love this better Burt Wonderstone is an interesting movie though because that's one of those the first time i saw it i didn't really think much about it but there are parts of that movie like i've rewatched bits and pieces of it when it's on like TNT or mm-hmm. something there are parts of that movie that are really funny it's one of these <laughs>
0: movies that i feel like has started to get a cult following uh over the years i've started seeing more and yeah. more people show uh you know gifts of it on the online and stuff like that and um and uh but yeah it does have parts in it and i remember when it came out i was i remember watching it i was at a theater i was working at a theater when it came out i was like this is not good but there are some moments in here like Carell trying to do that two-man team magician <laughs> yes. trick that's hilarious um, I,
1: I like when he's at Olivia Wilde's apartment after he's been kicked out of the hotel, and he puts the food outside the door mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> for for like room service. Yeah, and yeah. they're in an apartment. And Steve Buscemi, uh, Steve Buscemi, doing that little like commercial or doing the news report where he's uh, he's visiting the the malnourished children and mm. giving them magic tricks. Yeah, and they're
0: trying to eat it because because <laughs> they want food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just some something that you know that was not given much of the time of day when it came out but uh i think it's gotten an audience over the years but uh yeah uh this is this is old jim carrey this is the like like certain scenes in this were like the entire movie that jim like if jim carrey was in it you would see this type of stuff and the entire movie but
1: it kind of felt like when any i remember eddie murphy did money was it money heist was that the name of that movie with tower heist tower heist bro edner movie like and eddie murphy is and and this is a better movie than Tower Heights. And Eddie Murphy is kind of like back to form in that movie, or mm-hmm. back to his older form, kind of you know. But I just remember people talking about it. it's like, oh, Eddie Murphy's back. He's amazing in this. I'm like, I mean, yeah. He's... <laughs> I'm still gonna go watch 48 Hours instead, but sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but I, I think Carrie's better here. But yeah, I just I don't want to overhype it too much. But it but it is interesting. It's it's really nice. I didn't realize I missed him. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. because when, uh, when he comes onto the scene, it's a am- you know, I mean, he just takes over. I mean immediately, and i and I think Marsden, I mean, i I don't want to short shift Marsden. I think I've always thought James Marsden's a good actor mm-hmm. and, and he's never like I kind of feel like he just happened to hit it when like Matt Damon, mm-hmm. you know, I'm there's probably a couple other people and, yeah, and so he's not getting those roles.
0: There's nothing particularly about James Marsden that makes you go, I remember yeah you know he's got he doesn't make very memorable performances. he's always a good uh, straight man to what's going on or, or I thought like the the most performance I've ever really seen Marsden do is in sex drive. That's a good one.
1: Uh, well, Enchanted, I think Enchanted, yeah, Enchanted. he's kind of doing something fun there, and, and 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 I don't feel bad for the guy. That guy's had a hell of a career. I mean, he's, no, he's and, done a ton of movies, but. And,
0: and I don't and, and like if he just yeah. somehow ran randomly came across this podcast, yeah, that makes it sound like I hate James Marsden and <laughs> no, he hasn't all. come up with like not anything. But it, he's perfectly good at what he's yeah what he does.
1: Yeah, but I, and I feel like I said I feel like Matt Damon seems to be just the most likely like parallel for me for some reason I feel like like if he had done like I think James Marsden could do Matt Damon roles like mm-hmm. I think he could he could be in something like Born Identity and we just would have been fine with that kind of like you know if Tom Selleck had done Raiders of the Lost Ark I'm sure we'd be talking about Tom Selleck as Indiana Jones and we wouldn't think twice about it
0: I would. wish we could go back in time and <laughs> and make Raiders of the Lost Ark with Tom Selleck I want
1: to see some of these <laughs> alternate versions like, too. like oh my god that Sammy Davis Beetlejuice I want to see that so I bad I know, <laughs> but, uh, or Frank Sinatra's Die Hard, you know, I mean, I just, I just, I want to see some of these movies. Not, And I know we've talked about that. Wasn't mm. like a legit thing, but he was offered the role cause he had to be contractually. Right. But, uh, but yeah, for sure. No, James, but I, but I just, like I said, James Marsden, I mean, I think it is a bit of a, cause it's not like a, well, it's a perfectly fine written role, but I just want to, I, you know, I think people don't think about like the fact that he doesn't just phone this in, uh, like 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 Jason Lee in the Alvin and the Chipmunks yep. movies, maybe something like that. Uh, is pretty interesting and like he's taking this seriously and he's yeah. actually giving it and him and Tika Sumter, Tika Sumter, I mean, she's kind of regulated to kind of the sideline a little bit. But, uh, but they have chemistry. They, like, have genuine chemistry together, and, and they're really fun to mm-hmm. watch together. And, you know, they bring her in at the end to help him out and stuff, which was awesome. And I love Tika Sumter. She's currently on Mixed-ish, mm-hmm. which is a, a better show than it probably has any right to be. She uh, has to play um, uh, Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell's Wife. Um, mm. So that that must be a hard role. That's
0: tough. <laughs> uh, but you, I think you touched on something that, uh i think few actors understand about things like this you said you know talking about jason lee phoning it yeah. in and i and like i haven't seen alvin and the chipmunks in a long i've seen the first one yeah. i may have even seen the second one uh, but i don't remember much about him in that um it goes a long way. like a lot of times i think actors are like well this is a piece of shit so yeah. i'll be a piece of shit too yeah or i won't care or whatever and they forget that sometimes you can elevate the material yeah. and make it something worth watching and everything, yeah. and that's what Marsden does by taking it seriously. Quote yeah, unquote. yeah.
1: I mean, he he knows exactly what movie he's in, and mm-hmm. he plays it perfectly to that. You know, he doesn't overdo it, and mm-hmm. and he doesn't just you know sit there and say his lines. I mean, he actually takes it seriously, mm-hmm. and it, and it, yeah, and it 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 makes the movie better than. It would have had any right to be
0: as is. I think this is a good origin sort story for Sonic, and then like when it comes to possibly if this do- movie does enough to have sequels, uh, I think Sonic's powers are fun. Mm-hmm. I think that that they could end up doing st- a lot of cool stuff with that, and well, and if if it does become a franchise, and who knows? I don't even yeah. know how how this movie's going to do, but. Um, it could become where we the second one is awesome, and then we go back yeah. and look at this first one and go, "That was a really good start." That's to very this. very possible, I I get the impression that I mean
1: I don't know how it's going to do. I don't even know what it's projected to do. I didn't look it up. The audience I was I went to like a five o'clock showing, so. But the, it was like half full. Now, granted, school was school was let out yesterday, and where I live, because of we had really bad flooding and stuff, so there actually were kids at home, so maybe that helped. Mm-hmm. But um, there was a lot of laughter. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, from the get go, there was a ton of laughter. So my gut tells me this is going to get at least good word of mouth and.
0: And I was in a theater for a 10:20 showing yeah. that probably had 20-30 people yeah, in it yeah, which yeah. is not bad.
1: No, not especially not for a kids movie. Yeah,
0: so I mean in court, you know, I mean the, uh, all of the people in there were obviously like uh, you know either like Sonic gamers or yeah, they yeah. were uh, or they just just were interested in who knows what uh, reasons. i really they yeah. Came in. See that's
1: the thing. I, I like you were talking about before we started before we started the podcast proper. You were saying you had played like the first couple of played games, the first, first Sonic game. yeah. I may have I'm sure I've played it. I never owned a Sega. So, but I'm sure I've played it at least a little bit, but I don't remember anything about it. I don't know I never watched Sonic Boom. I you know, I, I so I'm curious the people that actually really got into it. Yeah,
0: the what they think. The the thing about Sonic for me, I was never a big Sonic fan. I I had that first game um it, this is going to sound stupid, but I felt like you almost had to had too much skill to play that game. <laughs> it wasn't hard. It was yeah. just that um I I really enjoyed going fast everywhere but like yeah. there were always these obstacles that would run you would run into yeah. and you'd lose all your rings and you'd have to you know go back and collect as yeah. many as you could and all that uh, as long as you had rings you did, were well, fine and do you remember like what you were
1: doing like did the rings open up portals and stuff like it did the movie i don't remember movie? that okay.
0: I, I remember it being basically a platform game like mario only you had the ability to go fast you could you could uh, you know turn into that like spinning ball thing that we see him do in the movie yeah you could you could do that and like go through all these loops and stuff and go like really fast through things collecting all these rings and everything and uh, it was, you know, jumping and, and jumping on top of things. But there were a lot of things with spikes everywhere. Yeah. By the end of it, you would fight Mr. Robotnik. Some form of Mr. Robotnik would be the boss at the yeah. end of the level. And uh, and then you'd you'd beat that, and then you'd go on to the next one. Same old thing. Like a lot of, like, secret areas that you'd go in yeah. and all that. And that's my jam, going into secret areas and stuff like that. That was always my thing. but. Um. cool and so I wanted to like go super fast without having to worry about spikes and I was I would always be like all right I'm going fast and then hit hit something
1: it's like the equivalent of a, like the people that used to play like when uh what was the Oh, Grand Theft Auto! People that just wanted to like run over hookers and yeah. and just drive around and <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, that's uh, you, you could you, have a whole a whole different experience with game <laughs> with Grand Theft Auto doing that. Just just uh yeah. I mean, that's the that was yeah. the beauty of those games. You didn't have to go do the missions. You could yeah. just walk around and do whatever you wanted. I will say another thing.
1: Uh, one other thing I did want to mention about this movie, especially if they do sequels, I hope they keep it in that town because. I think I kind of liked the small town aspect to it too. Mm-hmm. And I liked the idea that there's all these like interesting characters within that town. And, you know, like, and I ca- kind of got the feeling at the end, like they're all basically going to protect him. Mm-hmm. And it kind of almost felt like that Spider-Man two moment on the subway, nowhere near as good as that, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it kind of felt like that moment. And then, and I especially loved when, uh, well, first off you had the bit where the Adam Polly guy, like actually shoots Robotnik. Yeah. And like you're not going to mess with my friend, you uh-huh. know? And he's been, co- I mean, just, unbelievably idiotic the whole movie mm-hmm. and uh, and i think he even says something dumb right after that but then and then also you had the guy that had seen him the blue blur he called him the blue blur or whatever mm-hmm. And our blue blue terror—I don't remember what he called yeah, them. Yeah, I can't remember either. But then he's like, he's he's like, see, I was right, and I, you know, yeah. I'm not a
0: crazy person. <laughs> <He's> like <laughs> you see that he actually exists and is not is not a figment of my imagination. But I don't
1: know. I, I always enjoy, especially like I mean, more so maybe like in like horror and sci-fi films. I just kind of enjoy that. So I kind of got like a critters vibe mm. and/or like tremors mm. or something like that. Just where you just had this neat little town of these different types of characters, yeah. and then there's a central reason for them helping Sonic or whatever. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I totally understand what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, like uh, the like sort of the opposite of what Pikachu was last year. Yes. Where it was a giant city, and I think it yeah. did okay yeah. for what it was. Um,
1: I'm just saying, like, for a sequel, like, you don't have to go huge. Like, I think if you keep it something like that, Robotnik comes back, maybe there's another villain that's helping him, and mm-hmm. you know, just keep it. You don't have to like. They don't have to start bringing like outer space, <laughs> yeah, into it and yeah. all this bullshit. You know, right, so. right.
0: um Okay, so what did you guys think of Sonic the Hedgehog? Go to uh, Syncast presented by Cinema on Facebook. We are also on Cinema Twitter, Music Video sends Twitter. We also have SoundCloud, and we're on Discord. If you want to get on Discord, you can go to our Reddit page and find a link on the right side of the page, or you can go to the Facebook page and uh, go to the private messages, and I can give you a link there. Where can people find you, Jonathan? You can reach me on Twitter, at Sam Loomis13,
1: and um, you can also hear me most weeks on Behind the Sins podcast with Danae Hughes and Aaron Dicer.
0: All right. Well, that'll do it for this mini pod. It's Chris Atkinson and Jonathan Watkins. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com.